Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady Geeks of Society podcast. I'm Gisani. I'm Jenna. And we're here to talk about Bridgerton season two, episode one. I did Capital the weird finger R thing break. that Anthony did. Oh, you did. <laughs> I did the finger thing. Um, you did. Our break. So the title for this episode is literally it's perfect. A title. There's a title. It is that I really hate. We'll get to that when we get to that episode. But this one is one of the good ones. We're at Bridgerton House, which I love, and I assume we're not going to start at Bridgerton House next year. Like, especially because okay, like. If they were worried about this season getting too redundant with last season's arcs, like, you really think the Queen's diamond ceremony is not going to get redundant after a while? So. I know. I was thinking the same thing because I was wondering if they were going to do that this season. I loved it. I thought it was a perfect, like, opening, welcoming back into the season. And I love that we see Daphne's the first Bridgerton Mm -hmm. we see, and she's passing the baton to Eloise and Anthony. So that I do wonder, scene. yeah, but it was. if they follow book three and Sophie is not part of society, then there's no way they can do the diamond to introduce our leading lady. Even though I that kind of applies to this season because they, Kate and Edwina were not part of the diamond ceremony in the beginning, yes. but still. Yes, they could include it though, because if Kate is going to be the one um, introducing Francesca, because... Anthony even said later on in this episode, he's looking for the woman who's going to become in charge of his sisters. Stop. I don't think that hit me until this moment. (laughs) I would love it. I kind of do wish that like every Bridgerton girl does get this moment, you know, because it is, it's. Because then we won't see it after this season until. Not for a long time. Yeah. Because then it's all the guys and Eloise has already debuted it. Yeah. But then it does. I mean, I guess we were getting ahead of ourselves thinking about next season. Yeah. Anyway, it's glorious because it's so different from Daphne being like preparing with her sisters, preparing with her mom to Eloise by herself and the ladies maids basically going insane. Literally perfect comedic opening. Yeah. And just welcoming us back. And I love... um, what was it like even as like Eloise walks out too, Violet just looks so happy and it's just like the whole it's just it's literally perfect and then Anthony voicing his desires for a wife in the carriage yeah very Mr. Darcy of you and poor Gregory just like a 13 year old subjected to okay I don't know what any of this means but okay (laughs) (laughs) literally not what he wants to to hear right now what's happening with Gregory not being at Eaton I guess he should be at Eaton but on that should Colin be in school should Colin be in university well he's 21 don't they graduate in 10th grade now I want to maybe is it yeah when does Eaton end and Oxford or Cambridge start I feel like we need to look this up now when does Eaton begin well, at 13, men go off to university in the 19th century. Bear with us, people. We should have done our research. But you know what? Sometimes research comes at you when you don't even realize it. At age 13, but many receive their degrees at age 16 or 17. Yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of European schools. Yeah, but then so have- is that Eton 
Or is that then going to off to university? Because they usually go so Eton and then. I assume they would go to 16, 17. They... And then they go to Cambridge or Oxford. Yeah. Which Anthony went to Oxford, Oxford and Benedict went to Cambridge. Yeah, I don't know why they made that decision. I Anyways. Felt like Oxford was like the, this is where, because it's like, especially if you're a Viscount, you know, you're a Viscount. Yeah. You're Viscount's children aren't you supposed to technically all be in the same school i would i would expect so because it's not like benedict at 16 was like i want to be an artist i am going to go to a different school like i don't yeah happened then yeah i'm confused i don't know if that was a decision that they later planned to you know just i'm gonna I'm gonna look more into that after this now because I'm very curious let's just put them in two different schools because why not because it's like there's alumni thing you know even today it's like there are so many people that like branching out of you know your parents college is such a big deal unless like yeah which boggles my mind honestly yeah and so imagine in 19th century you would think it would be way more serious there yes (laughs) but yes I would expect so Anyways, back to poor Gregory dealing with his brother's nonsense. Yeah. And then Whistledown comes. Whistledown has been silent for six months off yes. season, which makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah. So then while before the season starts, yeah. she's not there. She was sharpening her knives. But we don't know that just yet, but still. Penelope. And the queen wants to find her. And she has a theory that it is a member of the tongue. Yeah. I mean, it's a valid theory because especially it if is. she's quiet during off season. And then she comes back when they are in season. Yeah. It's a good. Oh my God, though. It is. Also, though, Eloise in the carriage freaking out and grabbing the (laughs) from Francesca and poor Daphne just trying to make her feel better and making it worse. Yeah, the painting somewhere in the distance. Like, I am. I practiced in in areas like that. Like, I. Yes. So it's going to be very interesting to see Francesca's debut. Yes, because I feel like. Fran's a little more like Daphne. Yeah. Although we don't get to know her much. A lot more quiet and reserved. Yeah. Like, yeah. How much of it is going to be subtle? Not panic per se, but like just not saying anything. Like, I feel like that carriage ride would be so much more quiet. Yes, I agree. So, you know, we, we also see how Whistledown gets down to her business with Nicola's Irish yes. accent. Yes. That was great. I love that little crumb. Not crumb. Not a cameo either. No. I, Easter egg? Ish. Kind of. I don't know. Whatever. But I liked it. It was a good. And then Anthony comes in. You know, we're back home now. Yeah. After a presentation. After with Penn, Penn like saved her. Yeah. Anthony Poor Eloise though. In. She looks so scared. I know. I know. I was worried there. I was like, oh my God, are they going to make her like run out panicking? Like, is she just I going? Know. I was like, don't go. And then saves the day. Yeah. And then they're back home and Anthony comes in and he's like, I want the ring from Aubrey Hall. Like, yes. calm down. Well, no, he does not specify Aubrey Hall. Violet does. And then I immediately started sobbing. So there's Yes. That. Yes. Also, there's a, a cameo I just found out of Jack Murphy, the choreographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah teaching Eloise. Eloise and Gregory I'm like that's really cool that's awesome for him yeah that is really adorable so that was a good scene I can't yeah. believe Gregory is that tall now oh like, my god I know he grew so much Will had such a growth spurt the last two years this is, like I know this is what happens to people but it's still it's always so funny like watching kids grow up on tv yeah. it's very yeah. it's funny like are we 
we're eventually going to probably see them in their season. I don't think they'll get recast. I think it'll be them. I, yeah, I guess it's up to them on whether or not they feel yeah, comfortable they doing to, it. Yeah, because they'll both so be I am very like curious. around 22, 21. Yeah, by that time. They're so cute. They're, They're so really cute. Small. I can't handle that. They're adorable. Um, and then our idiot clown conducts interviews. But wait, you forgot one of your favorite, both of our favorites lines from Violet to Benedict. Oh my See God. that he's quite well. I am not in need of cuddling. So you know what? <laughs> Let's actually talk about that for a second because we both have been talking about this constantly, but we see it on the internet a lot. Like, Fans want to coddle male characters. And I get it. I This man doesn't sleep. It pains me. I stay awake thinking about the fact that Anthony Bridgerton does not sleep. However, we also have to remember who he is as a character and the fact that when someone asks to take care of him, he's like, nope, I got this. Yep. Like Anthony's walls are very, very high. They are made of very sturdy brick. It is not easy to get through to that man and to talk to him. No. So to have people be like, his family hates him. Like, he thinks his family hates him. But he's also an issue in that. Yes. He's not let allowing them. Coddle you. Yes, let coddle you. And he's not allowing he's not al- that. No. no. So a lot of it is his own inability with the whole toxic masculinity of the time yes. to not allow himself moments of vulnerability. Yeah. So, that's all playing a role into this. But I do love that line. <laughs> like me. It's and then the way great. Overhears it ingenious. And then the montage. I love this this song. I love this song. Madonna song, stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Like I like I love yeah. like the whole mood that brings. I honestly don't I've definitely heard it not as string quartet. Yeah. But I like if I, you know. It's but not I, one I of like, my favorite Nirvana songs. I'll put no, it that way. I really like that. And even though it's so cringy, I like that we're seeing that was how it was. It was more of a business then with the marriage mark. It really is. And it's so funny. I like that they did that versus the montage from last season with Daphne and all her callers. That I thought that was a good way to again go in this season, re-familiarize everything. Like Having things that are similar to last season, but changing it up. My favorite one is this, but do you read? And he says that in such a way where it's like, bro, you don't even read. I know. And then she's like, books? I I can't. He is he is full-blown Mr. Darcy there, frankly. If Mr. Darcy was looking for looking for, yeah, actively looking. And then he's very tired. And this is where my soul starts to just, yeah, on like just crouch, yep, underneath and not function anymore. And this is when it happens. Yes, him. And also, I would like to say people have argued that it is ducks. It's geese. That it's ducks. Those look like geese to me. Ducks, those are geese. Do not have long necks. No, those are geese geese you're there i was there with them and i just very personal to me um but i love this first meeting love 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 with the fire in my soul it's a the good banter yeah it is it's literally so perfect they don't know who each other are the banter is perfect just and this looks on their faces yeah and her giggle lives rent free in my mind oh my god yes 
I love their first meeting. It's so much that he didn't ask her that. Do you read? Like he should have just conducting his interviews right there. But like that's it. That's the one I want. Oh my god, that would have been hilarious. And also, she, she would have just she would have not had it, and it would have been glorious. She probably had her horse kick his horse or something. Man, it's it's a good meeting. A it is photo like a bit CGI. It ruins it when you look at it too much towards the Sometimes. end. Sometimes I have some questions about the color grading in there, but it's but fine. The banter is perfect. It if if I were to picture a different meeting for them than at the ball in the books, that was it, and I love that. Yep, because it's Kate. Like Kate would ride a stride, and in she the would Dawn like being uh, weird with strange men asking her questions. Like get away from me! No, thank you. A hundred percent characterization there is peak yep and then we're at lady danbury's house where we learn that the sharma family is staying with them Mm -hmm. they literally just got back from india like they just stepped foot the night before i love kate with mud in her hem by the way yep and like the little switch she does to like yes ingenious uh and then just being like well we're not all of us are here and then in comes little itty bitty chunky corgi i just want to know the casting call for that was it like that corgi auditions only please do not bring corgis that weigh less than i love him also so much just like lady danbury versus newton is amazing yep Yep. and the first look he's got the drool dripping down his face and Lady Danbury's face is literally, it's all perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Mary actually holds Newton yeah. in the show. And I'm like, oh, you like Newton in this. I like that. Well, doesn't she say he doesn't like me or like he doesn't like me? And then Kate's like, you don't like me either. She's like, that's not true or something like that. So it's like, it's- I think it was something like that where she's like, I don't want him on me or something. Yeah, I feel like Newton and my mother is my mother and Peggy like it's just like I love you but stay away from me right but then in that case it's like I love it I yeah. want to see this corgi on everybody's lap next season if we don't get him on Anthony's lap I want to read I him. need that I need that so badly we need him on or or just climbing into their bed on top of Anthony um, or just like sitting in between them on the couch it's fine any of it and then we Lady D is hosting the first ball, but yes, right there we learn that basically Kate has trained Edwina for everything. Yes, language and yeah, which is it's weird. Like Lady Danbury looks kind of annoyed. I'm just like okay, but like and Kate's like bragging about Edwina, but she's proud of her and it's cute. She is. She Kate. Yeah, Kate's love for Edwina is just it's overwhelming. It is. How does someone love a person like that? but she, she is very proud of her. She speaks multiple languages. She plays music. She reads, and she's adorable. Diamond. She is a Although, diamond. I am going to say this now before we get to other stuff, but, like, there was no, like, I love that they aged Kate up. Love that. Yes. Because Kate in the book never seemed 21. I was like, she's older than that. Like, Yeah, she always she seemed older. She the energy of an older, like, at least past 25 when your brain is fully developed. So I'm really yes. glad that she is 26 years old and that love that change. But I, I, I have, okay. Why, why did the hair, hair and makeup department make Edwina look so young? Like she the looks of Kate looking like 
her age, a 26, 27 year old, you know, kind of like how Simone looks her age. Yes. And Teresa also looks her age. Teresa looks like, yes. what is she 25 or 24? She looks her age. Mm-hmm. But Edwina looks so young. She looks like she's, I don't know, 15 with like her hair. And it's just, it made me that much more uncomfortable. Anytime her and Edwin, uh, Anthony were in close proximity, I was like, no, 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 no. She's your sister's age. Stop that. Go away. And Eloise looks old. Like Eloise looks 18. And it's not that Claudia's older. It's just that her hairstyle, everything it's, about the way that they styled Eloise looks her age. Yes. But Edwina definitely Edwina looks look like much younger. Yeah. yeah. And all. And it is. It, like, yeah. It made her the, that much younger, which made everything mm-hmm. feel more uncomfortable. And like I was saying, oh, I don't think she looks that young before. I'm like looking at Teresa, but then I'm like in the show, I'm like, she looks really young. Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is, this is mildly uncomfortable. Like her wet, though it's episode six, you know, the one that's not canon. Um, she looks her age. Like the updo, the way that her hair. Is yes, like, yes. Like an. But it's like all the curls in curls, front of her face yeah. is just. Yeah. It's not doing anything for like no. making this debut and this match seem more like. Ugh. Yeah, and then even like her um demeanor. Yeah. And like props to Charitha for that because she is she is eighteen, she's younger, she's very naive. And, like, we really get that. And it's just, oh, like, between yeah. the look and that, it's just, like, this is not very comfortable. You need to wait one more year before you debut. Just at least yes. one. And then, so, the, well, should we get to the ball or should we talk about, okay, let's let's just Colin and Penelope write to each other. Yes. They're besties now. They are. And she's the one who has written to him the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have um, Eloise and Penn going through the market. Mm-hmm. Eloise too saying that she's not thrilled with Whistledown anymore. Yeah. Because she repeats what she hears. And I'm like, that Eloise is right though. No, she is. I mean, she's, she's just she's a gossip columnist, Eloise. What did you think she was? Yeah. And it's like, I like where we get at the end of the episode with yeah. that as well. And then you have Eloise being like about the Mary Wollstone craft thing. I'm just like, okay, you do need to calm down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I get it. I definitely it's get it. Something. And then like you can tell. Penn is like internalizing everything she's saying about mm-hmm. Lady Whistledown and just like kind of closes herself off to the conversation mm-hmm. and just yeah interesting stuff there how Eloise doesn't figure it out by the next episode is beyond me but you know what that's fine I'm not Eloise um the one thing I will say though is because even though there are some things I feel like Eloise gets hyper fixated that is true she on does. things you know where it's like for example, later in the episode, the guys like come to ask her to dance at the first ball mm-hmm. and Penn makes like some remark about like plant metaphors, not metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Lady and Whistledown does that. Yeah, so Lady Whistledown says that uses them in her next column. But I don't think like I think Eloise was she's looking at the guys in front of her is like, get out, get out, get out. Yeah. Not listening to Penn. Yeah. You know, but I do get it. I think Eloise does need to be a little more receptive to Penn at times. Well, that's that's the whole thing to get into. Yep. For episode eight. And then we're back into Lady Danbury's house with Kate and Edwina. And, you know, she tells her, like, you want a love match where your souls dance and fine. It's all good. Yeah. And it's like 
while we know that Kate does kind of have ulterior motives, she is telling Edwina, she's supporting Edwina. Yeah. Saying, don't just go after someone who's handsome or titled. You want a love match. And yeah. I also, I think it's like Edwina is saying literally charming, handsome, and maybe a duke or a prince. Yeah. Like, girl, I know you're 18, but you should be listening to your older sister right now. Right. And she literally wants the best for her. And she's right, not- because that Kate, I mean, technically couldn't getting a duke for her would be better for the dowry. But that's like she does not want that at the end of the day. Yeah. She wants her to be with someone who is going to take care of her sister the same way that she would take care of her even more, yes. you know? Yes. So she wants that above all things. Um, yeah. And like here, there's zero manipulation, you no, know? I want to no. point that out now. No manipulation. No, no, not even a little. And then, so now we're at the ball. We learned that Mary was the incomparable of the season, their season, which I wonder if we'll see Mary and the Queens. Yeah, I hope so. That would be, that'd be nice. Yeah, especially there is no Bridgerton without the Sharma sisters now. Exactly, exactly. So now we're at the ball, and Kate's given the eye to the Viscount. Like when she sees him, she's like, "I know that gentleman," and I love that. Yeah, and she homegirl follows him. Like mm-hmm. she's watching his eye, and I love that scene because it's such a it's such a Kate thing to do. Like yeah. To just Could like you... watch him and also hit, yeah. watch him awkwardly dance with that girl. That was hilarious. Yep. Good stuff. Also, I love the material girl cover. Yeah. I thought it fit like so well with that. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, she hears the conversation of, yes, I born, bred, whatever, hips. I don't even want to like memorize that conversation. Because no. It's so stupid. But, you know, we no. have that sneak peek scene where their banter is perfect. Literally, it's so perfect. I remember seeing yeah. that sneak peek and I was like, they are they did Kate it. and Anthony. They sold Kate and Anthony. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good stuff. And then, you know, she gets mad. Kate's crowned. Edwina's crowned the diamond, naturally. At the, that next, at the next ball. At the next ball? Yeah, the second ball. Oh, you're the right. The queen still has her Lady diamond Danbury ball. ball. Yeah. Ignore me. <laughs> Yeah, but they leave early. So she does the same exact thing Anthony does to Daphne last season. Yes. He's like, we're leaving. And she's a bit snipey there. But you know what? As much as that frustrates me, I'm like, Kate would never do this because Kate has like, as much as she lacks decorum and all that stuff, like she, she's, she's always she's polite. gentle in spirit and she's polite when need be. So her yeah. little And like even thing, Anthony, when he gets snippy, he's always a gentleman. Yeah, but like no, you gets, see the fresh. He gets snippy he in does. that first episode. But yeah, with the other guys. Yeah, he doesn't meet yeah. anyone's mom. But even then, I feel like sometimes with his mom in the ball with, I, I, I think it's the episode four ball where his mom is talking and she's like, oh, I wanted to introduce you to his family. And he's just like, ta- like okay, like, yeah, he's like, like, he's not there. Yeah, he at least said the whole thing, but then he was like, he wasn't there. It wasn't. Yeah super rude though you know yeah. like that was my only thing I felt like oh but it's fine it's fine it Kate, is fine I still because you. I feel like they're they were really trying to be like they are mirror images of one another make sure yeah. you see this and you're like yeah okay I see it yes um, you know so and then he burns Sienna's photo which is very dramatic yes. I thought also we're skipping the part where Violet asked Benedict where Anthony and Eloise are at the ball and benedict says they managed to escape you good for them oh benedict I, when he says eloise benedict has yes benedict is just such an mvp 
and I just all of his little moments yeah. are perfect and it's absolutely perfect you could do a dissertation yes. on Benedict's face alone not even his voice, just his facial expressions you really a plus could Luke Thompson man a plus mm-hmm. I have we? Eloise <laughs> playing with I have the suitor that comes oh my god playing with Gregor the and marbles Hyacinth. and her posture in that scene cracked me up um, I can't. And then her eye just eyes oh, you to hide. <laughs> that that whole exchange, like literally all the Bridgerton family oh, scenes yeah. are perfection. You have the I despise you to Hyacinth. And then finally Anthony and Eloise exchanging words, complaining oh, yeah. about the season. Finally. Feel my toes. Oh, and then Madame Delacroix saying to Benedict, art must become come before all else. Yeah. I thought that was interesting to have in there. For Very, him. for sure, for so. sure. Um, and then, you know, we have, wait, does Violet, I just wrote, he looks for perfection. And then Violet tells him yes. he will end up alone. Is that when Lady Danbury tells no, her? No, no, that's um, Anthony leaves when he's leaving. He's like, have fun with your pretty pictures, brother. And he oh, goes yeah. out into the hallway and then Violet stops him. Are you which, still making I, a stitch with the modiste? literally they're just so perfect but I love um also Violet's face so when Anthony's complaining about some of the girls and like how they thought Napoleon fought for Spain and she's just like oh my god does not compute at all no because we knew that some of them were not smart yeah but to that degree yeah. is something it's pretty bad and then we have poor Penelope I feel like god I feel like sometimes she's like Cinderella like I don't understand sisters, yeah yeah, and even her mom, like Prudence, finding out that she's been writing to Colin and her and Portia, like, rip into her. Yep. Like, that was awful. Yep. I felt so bad for her. Well, we knew that. We knew that. Mm-hmm. I know, awful. they always, even from season one and, and the books, but still, it's just Damn, like, it's really sad oh. Felicity doesn't exist. I was hoping Felicity was, like, in the nursery. Yeah. And just not showing face, but then Portia confirmed that she has three girls, and I was like, hmm? Yeah. You got rid of the one? featherington other than penelope we all loved yeah so messed up you know he will end up alone which violet and anthony this season i know people have issues but i love it like the back and forth makes sense because neither of them are clear with one another neither of them are talking to one another they're both like in their own grief bubble yeah and they like keep kind of orbiting around each other and just like they're not clashing and I I love that because I just think it's working so well for storytelling um I can understand some inconsistencies a little bit later on in the season oh yeah well (laughs) but I feel like there yeah yeah but I feel like one of the the episodes just does not fit with the rest of the season at all it's fine we won't be talking much about that one but I feel like the beginning it started off like very promising with them like even though they they are gonna bicker a bit because like you said, they're both still in mourning and have their grief mm-hmm. and they don't agree. She doesn't agree with how he's running his life, but mm-hmm. she's also not fully thinking about right now about yeah, yeah. how Where he, yeah, because she's yeah. not seeing that pain. Anthony, yes. Again, Anthony is good at hiding his pain. Yes. He is very good at hiding it. Mm-hmm. So and then we go over to Kate and her deception of her family. Yep. And Lady Danbury finds out about everything and you know it's not deception though like yes she should have told her family but I understand her not wanting to burden them 
Because again, these people are not talking. And this no. is something where we should have had this information. How long ago did their dad die? Nameless mm-hmm. dad, whose name we don't know, which I will. They could have so easily dropped his name and Kate's mother's name. So it's fine. Neighbor. Literally, in, there were so many options to drop his name when they were talking. Oh, she was the incomparable of a season, blah, blah, blah. Set to marry. Yeah. I don't know who. Yeah. They had plenty of opportunities to give us his name during that conversation yeah. where they were like, oh, she was the incomparable of the season. She was betrothed to, I don't know, X, but she married a clerk from India. And then someone yeah. could have been like, what was his name? Yeah. Was it X? I mean, even like, if they didn't want to do that. To sh- yeah. Even if they didn't want to do that to show like, oh, she really married a quote unquote nobody. Yeah. But to like when she's talking with Violet at the later scene, Anything. why wouldn't she there say his so like? There were so many opportunities to be like my late husband X, my late like. It just there. I I hate that they didn't do that because it's such it, like it's crucial information for Kate that we yeah. don't know. And again, we especially also don't when know I feel when like he died. Yeah, and I feel like there's a lot. We shouldn't be having to do this much work about like taking no. every tiny thing we learn about Kate. Like no. I, I don't want to have to be like, okay, we got this little bit. We got this little bit. It should be as clear as day work? like exactly. it's with Anthony. And especially because, you know, she says like, you remember when um, like their father died. Uh, and then, so it's like, how old does that make Edwina? Kate is much older than Edwina now, which means that her yeah. mother died later. So she wasn't three. She had to have been older when when yeah. why like yep. it's just it should not be this hard to know our heroine and these are important yeah. things to know about them mm-hmm. because names have meaning and all of these things that you could have done so much more with yeah but anyway so i know i'm like ready to like say something about another episode but i'm like but we're no i'm gonna we're, keep we it go there but ed so <laughs> moving on know, if mary is still grieving and she doesn't want to burden mary or edwina how long has it been has it been two years yeah three years yeah one and year so, like did he just it, die it does make sense for her to hide it as much as i wish she told them yeah i understand where she's coming from yeah because she so, doesn't want to burden them with the pain. Yeah. She picked up and everyone it, else's grief and she wore it like armor. And it must have been a while, like thinking about it now, if she's had to teach Edwina how to do all the dances and all that stuff, yeah. it had to have been he's gone for a while. In which yes, case, again, then, we should know that. Why is Mary still grieving so much? Like, and again, I'm not saying like grief never leaves you. Yeah. But, you it's, know, it's like Violet, know it Violet had her moment where she was, where she completely succumbed but I feel like they didn't allow Mary to come out of that for until I agree and I think it's interesting that Anthony and Violet definitely had that co-parent feeling Mm -hmm. you know where it's like he is he has his parental role and like his leader like his head Mm -hmm. of the family role but Violet is still such a presence there so I I I wish we got that for Mary. And like, if He's we got to explore that. And Shelly yes. Khan is so good. Yes. And it's like, it made me sad because like, I want more of Mary. And I can understand if she's like full of this grief, but, and like, that's why Kate's still so in charge. But we sh- I wish we explored that a little more yeah. rather than I feel like Mary is missing or yeah. she's just there until yeah. that later half of the season. Mm-hmm. And like, it makes me sad because, she the bits that we did get later on are phenomenal and i want i want more of her is what it comes down to yep yep but um i do like though that lady danbury is so upfront with kate Mm -hmm. and talking about it so at least like 
someone knows and just even though it doesn't get rid of the burden for Kate she still has someone else who knows Mm -hmm. yep yep so you know that conversation and Simone crying like she doesn't cry but like her performance in that scene like you can tell just how much she's shouldering and that she would take on anything to make sure Mm -hmm. that both her mother and sister are fine you know again no ill will there it's all for them it's all purely selfless and then you know we're at the queen's ball Eloise likes the queen because she's an emerald oh my god that moment when Eloise realizes she didn't say something wrong but something right her fate like literally that whole exchange I it's one of my favorite exchanges yeah like it's yep. so, it's so good. funny it's so funny yeah and, and then, then we have Cressida oh yeah right before that when she says yeah. like don't hang out with insipid wallflowers and like she snaps at her like I would yeah. never want to I would rather play. die yeah so to see and them then, then Penn almost like spits out her drink and then to see them lying I love that scene of them laying in the field of the, daffodils yes um yeah that conversation of her feeling like she's in Daphne's shadow even though she doesn't Mm -hmm. want to be like it's not something that like but it's there like people are going to compare her to Daphne and you know Eloise I mean Penelope basically saying that no one even sees her like yeah it's such a beautiful moment between them and to see that go it is where it ends up yeah yeah and it's like it's sad too because like as much as Penn says she does like being Mm-hmm. invisible and like you can tell she likes she doesn't she does but she doesn't like no I was gonna say you can tell she likes being Lady Whistledown and yeah. hearing everything oh yeah like that part she definitely likes but she she doesn't want to be no she, she longs for flower. more yeah no and it's so sad too to like you know you like Eloise is having people ask for her to dance and stuff and she doesn't want any of that and like, yes, Eloise is very privileged in that way where she gets basically everything she would want, you know, like she doesn't mm-hmm. want for anything. She's getting all this attention that Penelope wants, but it goes a little deeper with Eloise too, where it's like, not only is everyone comparing her to Daphne, but she also has like extreme anxiety. Mm-hmm. I feel like that plays into Ooh, all this. Yeah. And I think people do not realize her Eloise conversation. Is social anxiety yeah she she loves being around people that she cares about yeah but Eloise Bridgerton has social anxiety like everything that she is displaying yeah hi yes but even like the social anxiety but on top of that like and we talked about this recently where the whole conversation with her and Daphne yeah from last season about her being scarred by hearing Violet's screams yeah she does that is also playing a role of like I don't want to get married and have kids yeah like there's so there's more at play there than just like privileged girl that people write off and it's like I feel bad for that exactly hard agree hard agree and then Eloise's name Edwina is named the diamond yeah oh my god though before that when Benedict's like what are you gonna do again Benedict with these one-liners what are you gonna do if the queen names Eloise the diamond oh my god and Anthony would run away like I decline your acceptance but yeah, and then the cringy interview dance with Edwina, where you're like, oh God, here we go again. Yeah, I and like, I get it. I, get, I know we're in a love triangle now, but them having that moment about losing their fathers, I was just like, yeah, oh boy, that was, here we go. Kate, but okay, that's fine. Yeah. And um, also during both balls, I was constantly like, where is Colin to make them dance? I really 
I know, goddamn Greece. But like, I really wish that we did get a dance with them in the first season, yeah. the first episode. Yeah. Like, even if it was short, an like just to dance. have yeah. an angry dance, even though we, no, we, we don't get an angry dance with them, no. which is nice. Like they get yeah. angry during their first dance. He dances. But I that one's one, perfect. like angry dance, but it's fine. That's I would have, I would have loved an angry dance. Yeah. And I really wanted a happy dance. And while we yeah. get a happy dance with all of them, yeah, it's still, it's okay. It's, it's fine. Something. Maybe um, next season, but I'm not but getting my hopes up. No. Yeah. And that's it. And then Edwin, Eloise, I mean, Kate is like, you are to stay away from that man. Do you hear me? Like, he's not what you want. And that yep. lighting, that orange yes. lighting that's there like the yellowish whatever's going on with that lighting yeah is really interesting and then the featherington air is finally here who, who cares i don't care really like i i like Portia. no offense to rupert young like great actor but i do not care about the yeah, character i don't and like i do like the featheringtons like i love pen yeah, I, I love joy i think Portia. Polly walker is fascinating yeah but I could use less of the Featherington. The way they fit into the season last year was um, better. It, it fe- yes, it was better. It didn't feel forced. No, this season it feels yeah because they're taking precious screen time away from us, and yeah, that's not how we roll. Not no. in a show that's supposed to be a romance. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah. that is capital R rake. Yes. So how would you rate this episode out of 10? Are we, we were doing, doing it out of 10. I think out of 10. Yeah. Um, eight. I would give it an eight as well. Yeah. I really liked it. I feel like I have a thing with like first episodes of seasons where it's I do like, too. yeah, where it's like, there's all this possibility and I really enjoy the setup most of the time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're getting excited about something new. Mm-hmm. So I, they always like hold a special place. Yeah. For, sure. for me so, so yeah I would give it an eight yeah I do feel like so at sometimes it did drag a little yeah. I think some things could have been cleaned up a little bit but overall eight yeah same our next right. one is going to shock people well my opinions I think will shock people <laughs> so. I I do agree knowing them I do think your opinions will shock some people we'll talk and it's funny because we'll we usually week. see very eye to eye on things. I know but this one we don't so it'll be it's, it's gonna be interesting I don't think it's that far off because I understand all your reasons for I have to think of your feelings my, I have 24 hours to think about my um rating for it so we'll see what it is but okay I'm very curious actually because we'll I don't see. know your rating for it yeah talk all right excellent it. so we'll see you all next week see you next let week, us everybody. know there's anything you want us to talk about yes specifically if you notice something in another episode that you want us to address, let us know. Feel free to reach out at Lady Geeks Podcast Pod, pod. Lady pod, Geeks Pod. Twitter does not allow more words. Oh, weird. Yeah. So at Lady Geeks Pod, we'll be there. And yes, see you next week. Bye. See you next week. <laughs>